Hi everybody. So let us first uh, let us uh, see the goal setting today. And so far we have been trying to uh, do goal setting with uh, with lot of uh, expressions and how we should set a goal. But today what we will do is we will explore the signs about uh, the goal setting. So how goal setting exercises work? The author Annie Dillard once said in her book, The Writing Life, how we spend our days in is how we spend our life. And I think this is a great quote to contemplate in the theme of goal setting. So goal is nothing, something, not, goal cannot be like something in future. This has to be today as we are living our life. How we spend our life, the things we want to do is made up of all these smaller days in between. And the same is true of achieving goal. It is the small steps in the middle that create success. For me, goal setting starts with doing the small, small task every day. So when we set a goal, we create an aim for a set of behaviors, uh, whether that is achieving a level of proficiency or skill in an athletic endeavor, a weight loss goal or paying of financial debt. Creating a goal helps us to know what we are aiming for in life. So let us start uh, creating. So this is value proposition, unique, better, and distinctive. That is the first thing. Next is, let me copy this one, this slide as well. And uh, we will duplicate it. And let me bring out whatever I have written. How we spend our day is how we spend our life. Let me find out some infographic for this, if this is there. Because that will be very interesting how you spend your day. <laughs> how do you want to spend your day? Hmm. Let us take her. Because she is Annie Dillard. And let us also get familiar with Annie Dillard, how she is. This is Annie Dillard. Anyways, we now understand how she looks like, right? 
Okay, this is the next uh, slide. This is the first thing. The first thing, as I said, is value proposition for me. The first uh, three values are like, and this one I did from Dr. John D. Martinez value system. How to find out your value system? And so I have found joy, dignity, abundance. So when I say joy, uh, my thing is like uh, operating in a global plane, whether I am getting paid or not. It is just like that. It is pure service. And it is about global calming, cooling, and greening. That is what my mission statement is. So that is that is what I have been repeating uh, time again, time and uh, time again, right? So, um, give me a minute. These are the three values that I have. And uh, yes, so whatever goal I set, like the goal that I have set, like global cleaning, calming, cooling, and greening, those are based on these value systems. Somehow it is related, right? I Whenever I do something, uh, about peace, creating peace, meditation, because meditation leads to a uh, lot of healthiness, your uh, robust working system, your mindset, and uh, your enthusiasm, all those things, all positive qualities inside. Then dignity is, I'm very careful about my self-respect and all. I won't compromise on my integrity and honesty and abundance. Of course, I don't want to do it for free. Somehow, the universe needs to figure out how to bring in some monetary exchange to it. But I don't bother about how to do it. Just I have that mindset that it will be done somehow. So those are the value propositions my I have in mind when I set my goals. So maybe this will help you in setting your goals as well. The second is how we spend our days is how we spend our life. So um, I propose, I suppose that you also do something like that. Whatever goal that you have for yourself in the future, it has to be lived right now, right? So let us go to the next, uh, Point, goals are our aspiration. When we set a goal, we create an aim for a set of behavior. So change uh, rarely happens magically overnight. It is, it is a kind of psychological thing. 
and it is an expecting expectance a theory because you just set a goal but you don't know whether that can be reached or not right Goals must be accepted. Feedback must be provided on goal attainment. Specific goals lead to high performance. Why does it feel so good to accomplish a A really challenging goal. The answer, why does it feel so good? Let us watch this. To accomplish a really challenging goal. The answer is simple. Locke's goal setting theory says that when challenging goals are set for an employee, the proper tools are provided to accomplish those goals and positive feedback is given, the employee feels satisfaction with the performance and the reward. This makes the employee want to strive to accomplish an even more challenging goal. Chef Alfredo had a dream of decorating cakes for the rich and famous. One day, Alfredo's boss Romero frantically called a team meeting. A few French dignitaries had made a reservation for a private party at the restaurant. Romero put Alfredo on cakes and pastries. His dream came true. Employee motivation in goal setting is actually very simple. You just need to set clear goals and provide appropriate feedback. Romero got busy on the menu. Chef Alfredo was tasked to make a three-tier chocolate cake, several types of cookies, and the artisan breads for the evening. Not knowing much about baking, Alfredo relied heavily on Romero to give direction. Romero told Alfredo to try his best and do a good job. This left Alfredo flat. He did not know what it meant to do his best. He thought long and hard about where to begin. What Romero did wrong was to give Alfredo vague information about the level of performance expected. Alfredo began asking questions. He asked Romero about the size of the cake, the flavor of the cookies, and the variety of breads he needed to create. Romero and Alfredo sat down together and made a list of things to be done. The cake had to be three tiers and serve 100 people. 300 dozen cookies in several flavors needed to be baked and four types of bread needed to be baked. Now it was a bit clearer and it certainly was a challenge. Alfredo had just one day to accomplish all of the tasks on the list and they had to be done to perfection. Let's see how Alfredo is doing in the kitchen. Alfredo is ramped up with motivation. He knows exactly what needs to be done. The timeline is set and the ingredients and equipment are available to him. Alfredo mixes and pours the batter, bakes and decorates the layers of cakes, rolls and cuts the cookies, and kneads and proofs the bread dough. With every bead of sweat on his forehead, Alfredo is completing all of his tasks, albeit not with ease. Finally, everything is baked and presented to the dignitaries. Amidst the cheers and applause, it is abundantly clear that he mastered baking and accomplished the goals he set for himself. The response was so overwhelming, Romero decided to open a full bakery at House of Pasta, putting Alfredo in charge of designing the menu and baking all of the goods. 
As for the goal setting model, Alfredo returns to his goal core. A new and challenging set of goals with clear expectations are set. Well, so that was uh, goal setting. Goal setting has to be very clear, right? Let us have a complete guide as to how we should accomplish the goal. Let us uh, go and see this. Let me see whether I'm sharing the screen. Share the screen. Yes. And Chase our dreams. The only way I know to track our progress is to create milestones. Milestones show us what we are accomplishing and allow us to see how we accomplish even more. If you have stopped to read any of the statistics or articles on goal setting before, you will have read two things. One, people without goals are not as successful as they hope to be. Two, people who don't write down goals are less likely to accomplish them. What I have found over the last 10 years of dream chasing is how important goals are in the grand picture of seeing your dreams come true. Goals give us momentum to push through adversity we experience while chasing our dreams. This year, there was a huge push not to set goals. People were sharing about how terrible they felt last year when they failed to meet their goals or how they never really followed through with achieving them. So should we even set goals to try to see our dreams come true? Yes. The problem for so many people is that they haven't created goals which will help them succeed. And their inability to follow through because of fear or poor goal creation holds them back. This was me about 10 years ago. I would set goals at the beginning of the year and then never go back and look at them. I would have these really vague general ideas of things I wanted to accomplish, but never create action steps or any plans to achieve anything. This is why goals fail. You have probably heard of the SMART goal system. This is a great system. In fact, when I finally got tired of never accomplishing my goals, I learned about it and started to see some of my goals achieved. And then I learned about the ER in goal setting. Let's start putting some goals together using the SMARTER system. Specific. Sounds pretty simple, right? Just write something down that is specific. The question is, how specific do I need to be? The answer, the more specific you are, the easier it will be to quantify your results along the way. For example, if you want to lose weight, to be more specific, how much weight do you want to lose? Better yet, what weight would you like to be at the end of pursuing your goal? A specific goal says this, I will weigh 200 pounds. We want to quantify our goals. To make a goal measurable, we need to be able to see progress over time. Say your goal is to write a novel. How do we make it measurable? You will need to make it very specific and measurable by going into more detail, which you can track. A specific goal for writing a novel is, I will complete writing a 50,000 word novel. Every goal should be actionable in terms of getting somewhere. However, when writing goals, we are talking about writing it as an action. A goal is actionable when it is immediately clear what action needs to be taken to accomplish it. A simple way to make items actionable is to begin them with a verb. So try this. I will read 24 books. The R in the equation is relevant or relatable. 
Is your goal relevant or relatable to your life? When you are setting goals, this is the pragmatic look at what you want to do. When you set a goal, you need to think about your current situation. Some people will tell you to make a 10 times goal. Create a goal that is nearly impossible to force you to stretch yourself. While I think this is good, it's not for the first timer or for someone struggling at their goals. You need to create goals you can accomplish at your stage in life. Are you a father of three small children who works two jobs? You may not be able to work out three hours a day if you want to reach 3% body fat. Try this. I will decrease my percentage body fat by 10%. My start percent is X. Every goal needs a deadline. Why? So you are forced to take action in a certain time frame. Simply saying you will do something isn't good enough. You need to say when you will complete it. This way, you will need to map your path to success. Otherwise, you will always have the goal, but never have the urgency to accomplish it. Going back to the novel example, I will write a 50,000 word novel by December the 31st. Evaluate. This is where the rubber meets the road when it comes to your goals. We need to regularly evaluate our progress. When I ask people how often they looked at their goals, they say a few times over the year. This is why people fail at their goals. I evaluate my goals every month and every week I read them. This helps me to remember what I am trying to do and make sure I take action every week. If there is anything you do differently about your goals, this needs to be it. Reward. Every goal and milestone needs a reward. We love getting something for a job well done. And when we are working towards our dreams, these little earned items help us to celebrate our milestones and be ready for the next step. Here is an example of a reward for paying off debt. Pay off debt by December the 31st. Buy one thing for $100 you would never buy for yourself. You may have really struggled with goals before, and if you're like me, you might have even failed all of the goals you set yourself in a year. But this doesn't have to be true of you anymore. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. C.S. Lewis. I love this quote because it reminds me how the goals we set for ourselves now, no matter our age or station in life, will help us change our story in the end. They will help us chase our dreams and see them come true. So that, that is a smarter goal setting. What more can we do next? Let us explore. I love two minutes task. So can we do a goal setting within two minutes? Let us see. Let me share the screen again and watch this video. Let us start. In the classroom and today we're talking about setting goals using the SMART method. Goal setting is a great activity anytime, but is especially popular around New Year's, at the start of the school year and beginning of the sports season. I would love to hear some of your goals in the comments, and I'll put some of mine in the description below. SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. 
We'll go through each of these using the example goal of doing well on your next exam, a common goal for students. The first step is to make the goal specific. Doing well on your next exam is not specific. Try to answer the questions of what, when, and why. Let's specify your what as scoring at least 90% on your next science exam. For the when, it'll be whenever the exam is. Let's say it's in four weeks. The why is very important as this is your motivation for the goal and something you can look back on if you get discouraged. It could be to improve your grade in the course, to score higher than a friend, or because you want to get into a great university. Whatever will motivate you to keep working on the goal. So now we have a much more specific goal. Score at least 90% on the next science exam four weeks from now to help you get into a great university. This goal is looking great, but we're not done yet. The next step is to make sure the goal is measurable. That means there are some metrics attached to the goal to let you know if you reach your goal or not. Looking back at our goal, we see that it is to score at least 90%. This is very measurable, and once you've taken the test and received a score, you'll know whether or not you hit the goal. This is why doing well in your next exam is a poor goal. It is not measurable, and there is no clear way to define success or failure. The next step is to check whether the goal is achievable or not. In this step, you want to break the goal down and answer the question of how you will achieve this goal. What do you need to do in the next four weeks to get at least 90% on the exam? Some examples may include taking notes for class, spending 30 minutes three nights per week studying for the exam, and partnering with a friend a week before the exam to review notes and go through a study guide. The point is, you need a plan. Break the goal down into smaller goals that all feed up to the main goal. This will give you a clear path to success. The fourth step is to ensure the goal is relevant. This step is more of a gut check to see if it fits well with your life right now. Ask yourself the following questions. Does this uh, goal align with my long-term objectives? Does it keep me on track with other goals in my life? Will focusing on this goal pull me away from other more important goals? After thinking through this step, you should feel confident your goal is relevant and even more motivated to achieve it. Scoring at least 90% on your next science exam is relevant because it will give you confidence in school and feed into larger goals around future education and career. The last step is to make the goal time-bound. A time-bound deadline acts as a target and helps you work backwards and set smaller steps to get there. If you set a fitness goal to do 100 consecutive push-ups but don't set a deadline to reach that goal, then it probably won't happen. Getting a certain score on an exam is time-bound by default because there is a specific date for the exam, which allows us to break the goal into smaller steps when we have a true exam. And here's a bonus tip. If you truly want to reach your goals, then you have to write them down and look at them often. I recommend keeping a daily or weekly planner to track your progress. I put some excellent planner recommendations in the description that will help you make your goals a reality. Remember to share your goals in the comments. Uh, I'll read and respond to as many of them as I can. Thanks for watching, and I'll catch you next time. So that was the goal setting. So if you set your goals as you, sometimes when you set your goals, like I have right now, every day we set goals, right? But uh, do you feel not very confident about something although it is your goal right now would you like to start bit by bit 
where from you start? Not that big goal, but uh, right now a small goal. What is that? For me, it is reaching out to see one lakh people in 139 countries. What the goal should be for me? Time-bound goal. Right now, I should be reaching out to 250 people. Believe it or not, right now, let me share the screen and write it now. Are you able to see the screen? Yeah. So let me write my goal here. Fifty people reaching out to two fifty people with my daily Facebook. Lives. or email marketing so how many right now I have Right now, I have 137 people in my list. My goal is to reach out to 500 people and have that in my list. As I am setting this uh, goal to myself, I, I, this, this is my goal setting, right? My goal. Mm, somewhere I should also mention that this is my goal. My goal today is 27th of June 2023, right? And so let me also duplicate this. So my goal by 27th of July. 2023, reaching out to 500 people. Now, that means about 
400 people in 30 days and that means 10 say 15 people 15 people every day this becomes a smart goal right so let us see if i can do that the first is i have to reach out and and give value to 500 people right so this is my goal now let us find out something else also whether that will help us in helping our goal further quickening expedite our goals and how to overcome our self doubt when we are setting a goal let us find out something so now let us ha have brian tracy talking about goals and he will throw very deeper insights into how we should treat our goals let us watch let me share the screen and go to brian trust master the art of setting the specific goals you are doing forever to work for people people say well geez i wish my life was better show me your written goals well you don't have any written goals then don't tell me you wish your life was better because you're lying to me and you're lying to yourself because you really don't want to improve your life If you've been told a thousand times you've got to have written goals and you don't have any, just go away. I don't mean to be harsh, but I'm trying to drive a point home. There are four major obstacles to goal setting because everybody's heard about goal setting all their lives. Why is it that everybody doesn't have goals? Here they are: a rejection, criticism. People are afraid to set goals because when they set goals as children, people rained on their parade, insulted them, made fun of them. and um made them feel bad when they didn't accomplish them. So here's the key to goal setting, don't tell anybody. When you set goals, don't tell anybody. The only people you discuss your goals with are the people like who also have goals, who will encourage you with your goals and will tell you that your goals are attainable and tell you that you can do it and encourage you to believe it. Now the second reason that people don't set goals is people don't know how. Remember I said the greatest danger that you can have is to think you know how when you don't know how at all. People think well you just write down a list of what you want to do. Well, that's helpful, but it's not enough. The third reason, C, is that um, people don't realize the importance of goals. If you've been brought up in a family where goals were not constantly emphasized, if you associate with people who don't talk about and work on goals all the time, you can actually drift along, not even aware that goals are central to success in life. D is fear of failure. Fear of failure is the number one reason for failure in adult life. Is we don't like to feel that we fail. We don't like to feel low self-esteem. So we very carefully protect ourselves from these feelings of low self-esteem. And how do we do that? We don't set any goals at all. We sabotage ourselves unconsciously by not setting goals for ourselves so we can't fail. But of course, if you don't set goals for yourself, you can't succeed either. Okay. So, the ability to set goals and to make plans for their accomplishment is the master skill of success. it's the master skill it's the core skill that if you master this skill your life will be tremendous and if you master all other skills but this your life will be diminished to that degree 
It's like you learn to do everything in the world, but never learn to use a telephone. It doesn't mean that you can't function. It just means that your life will be diminished dramatically compared to what it could be. Now, desire, and this is where we start. Desire is the first of the 12 points. Desire is the only real limit to your abilities. The only question you ever have to ask is how badly do you want it? If you want it badly enough, the key word for success is hungry. How hungry are you? You heard the famous story of Socrates and Socrates was the leading philosopher of Athens and people would come to him to study philosophy. And one day a young man came up and said, I wanna be a philosopher. What do I have to do to be a philosopher? Please tell me. He said, well, he said, you sure you wanna be a philosopher? It takes many years of thinking and so on, doesn't pay well. He said, well, yes, I know I wanna be a philosopher. Well, how badly? I don't, well, I'm really bad. Really, he said. And he took him, he said, come with me. I wanna show you something. And they were walking by a lake took them by the arm and they walked into the lake, just sort of strolled into the lake. You sure you want to be a philosopher? Yes, I do. They're walking into this lake and the water is getting deeper and deeper. When it got to about this height, Socrates then suddenly took him and plunged his head under the water and held it down. And the young man thought, well, this was just something that they did. So he didn't struggle or anything. And then Socrates held him down there. The young man realized he wasn't about to let him up. And he started to panic. He started to kick and he started to become absolutely terrified. And finally, at the last moment, Socrates pulled him up above the water. And he said, what were you thinking about just now? He said, oxygen. All I was thinking about was breathing. He said, when you want philosophy as much as you wanted oxygen, then you will be a philosopher and not a child. When you want your goals so badly, that's all you think about. You think about only that goal. You think about achieving only that goal. When you want it that badly, you will achieve it. There's nothing stop desire is the, what do you want and here are the two keys with regard to desire a it must be personal you can't say i want someone to love me people come up to me and say well how do i get this person to love me and want to marry me i said you cannot set a goal for another person you want to be in a perfect relationship so what you do is you describe your perfect relationship any of you who are single by the way the way to finding the perfect relationship is very simple is you you sit down and you make a list of the perfect person as though you were going to hire someone to run your company. And you make a list of the perfect person and you describe them in detail. Height, weight, size, education, experience, personality, background, temperament, uh, interest, enthusiasm, leisure time, activities, everything. Just write down everything that you want in the perfect person. I have given this exercise to countless people when they were single and they've been astonished at how fast they met the perfect person. Sometimes they found the perfect person was a coworker. Sometimes they found it was someone that they've known for a long time. But the very act of crystallizing it by writing it down, by deciding what you want, not what anybody else wants, not what you should want, not what your parents think is good for you, but what you really want and writing it down activates this force field of attraction and starts to draw that person into your life. Same with business relationships. And B, they must be burning, intense, passionate. A major definite purpose is something that you do not have to make yourself work on. You can hardly wait to work on. In fact, when you are working on your major definite purpose, there's a measure. You know what it is? You become very impatient with the physical need of having to sleep. It makes you impatient. So you're always structuring your time so that you are sleeping the amount that you need, but only that because you want to get up and get going. You find that your friendships change. 
you find that friendships that you have will diminish and die away because they are useless wastes of your time. The people are shallow. They don't read. They have nothing to say. They have the same things to say every time you meet them, the same problems, the same crummy lives. You know, there's they complain all the time. And you find that you no longer have time for these people. When you start to get excited about something that you are excited about, burning desire, something that you're in love with, you find that all of your other tastes and appetites change as well. The next stage, number two, is uh, belief. It's so important. Belief means that you need to develop an absolute conviction that your goal is possible. See, if you have a belief that you don't deserve success, or if you have a belief, am I smart enough? Am I good enough? Do I deserve success? Do I really know what to do? Can I really do this? What if I fail? What if I try my hardest and I fail? Then you're going to have opposing goals and opposing beliefs. So let's say for all of you people who like the law of attraction, let's say you have a goal of making $100,000. If your goal is to make $100,000, but your belief is that you only deserve to make $50,000, you're going to be out of sync or out of vibration. So if your goal is $100,000 and that's an X-type vibration, and your belief is a $50,000 belief, and that's a Y-type vibration, you're going to be out of vibration. Or you're going to have what's known as a chaotic vibration. And they'll basically cancel each other out. Or you'll do a little bit of hard work, and then you'll sabotage your success. Or you'll think you can achieve it for a day or two, but then things will happen where it doesn't work as smoothly as you like, and you'll give up hope. So belief is absolutely important. The rule about beliefs is your beliefs become your realities. As William James of Harvard said, belief creates the actual fact. If you absolutely believe it, you will walk, talk, think, feel, behave, and get results consistent with your beliefs. And how can you tell what your innermost beliefs and convictions are? By what you say or wish or hope or intend or by what you do. What you do is the only measure. But there is a principle of reversibility, remember. If you act exactly as you would act, if you're absolutely convinced that something was possible for you, the action itself creates the conviction. It's a principle of reversibility. In other words, if you feel confident, you act confident. But if you don't feel confident, act confident, and it will cause you to feel confident. This is, again, one of the great breakthroughs in human thought, is that we act our way into feeling by doing the things consistent with the feelings and beliefs that we would like to have. Now, number three. Write it down. This is the turning point, by the way. Is when you write your goals down, clearly, they take on a power of their own in your mind. You pull them out of the air where they have no substance at all, and you write them down on paper. And now you have something you can touch. Your goals must be in writing. Many people say, oh, I know exactly what I want. And I've met and worked with these people over the years. And you know something? They're almost all failures. They say, oh, I know what I want. I don't have to write it down. Yes, you do. Because until you start writing, we find that there's an incredible connection between the head and the hand. And when you start to write goals, you'll be absolutely astonished what comes out on the paper. And 
When you write a goal down, you engage in what is called a psychoneuromotor activity. You activate your visual powers, your audio powers, and your kinesthetic powers. And whatever you write down, you actually program straight into your subconscious mind where it starts to work 24 hours a day. Great stuff. Let me tell you. Only 3% of Americans have written goals. And you know something? Everybody works for them. Everybody works for people who have written goals. People say, well, geez, I wish my life was better. Show me your written goals. Well, you don't have any written goals. Then don't tell me you wish your life was better because you're lying to me and you're lying to yourself because you really don't want to improve your life. If you've been told a thousand times you've got to have written goals and you don't have any. People who are living their lives without goals are shooting themselves off at life and certainly hoping something good runs into it. So make it clear, make it specific, make it objective, and make it measurable. You can't hit a target you can't see. You can't achieve a goal that's not measurable and attainable. Now, the fourth key is determine all the reasons why you want the goal. Remember what Friedrich Nietzsche, the German philosopher, said, a man can bear any what if he has a big enough why. If you want it badly enough, you can overcome anything. And that's the real test. You see, the test of working toward a goal is not when things are going along just sweet and hunky-dory. The test of a goal is when everything goes to hell in a handbasket, when the world falls apart, when you hit the inevitable crisis after crisis after crisis, and everything that you expect, it takes two or three times longer, costs two or three times as much. And you are assaulted on all sides. And everybody you depended upon lets you down. And you're there trying to drain the swamp, but you find yourself up to your you-know-what in alligators. And that's when you have the testing time. This is the testing time. This is nature's way of saying, okay, big guy, how serious are you? Work on your list of why. One of the big thrust for success is to come up with a strong enough why in leadership training here's what we learned if the why is powerful the how is easy i'm asking you to go home and work on the why and you're the only one personally that can answer that question for yourself you've got to have your own list of why's reasons are the fuel in the furnace of achievement the more reasons you have if you say, I want to be successful so I can you know, pay off my credit cards and get a better car and you know, get some new clothes and go out for dinner, well, those are little reasons. Those are picky, picky reasons. But if you want to be successful because you have 10 or 15 or 20 or 50 or 100 or 300 things you want to do with your success, you will be like a force of nature. You will be irresistible. You will be like a flash flood. You will wash everything in front of you if you have lots of reasons. Now, the fifth key is analyze your starting position. Where are you starting from? Take stock of your current situation and be honest. I still remember this one woman came up to me in a seminar, very, very arrogant. I decided to be a billionaire in one year. And I said, well, that's a pretty big goal. She said, well, you said you can have any goal you want. I said, yes, but it has to be realistic. And well, what do you mean? It has to be an achievable goal. I said, well, what, what, what are you working at right now? She said, well, I just got fired for uh, incompetence. I said, how much money are you worth? She said, well, I'm broke. I had to borrow money to come to this seminar. I said, and you expect to go from zero, broke, incompetent, to a billion dollars in a year? You can't go from broke to buckets of money. You have to demonstrate that you can be master over small amounts of money. 
that you can take the money and that you can hold on to it and that you can save it and that you can invest it and that you can redeploy it. If you do that with small amounts of money, you'll get bigger amounts. By a law of attraction, you'll attract more money that you'll be able to carefully invest and deploy and put away. And as you do that, you'll attract more money and you'll earn more money. In other words, you have to walk before you run. Remember the reality principle. What's the reality? What is the reality? If you want to lose weight, what do you do? You get on the scales and you weigh yourself and you honestly admit, this is where I am. If you want to be fit, you go down and you take a fitness test. If you want to become financially independent, you do an analysis of what you're truly worth. And you don't give yourself bonus points for your scrapbooks from high school. This is worth at least $10,000 because I love it. You know. Number six, set a deadline. Now, your subconscious mind uses deadlines as forcing systems. They drive you consciously and unconsciously toward achieving your goal on schedule. Anais Nin once said that your subconscious can work against you because when you set a big goal, you're disrupting your subconscious. So your subconscious mind will tell you that it's not possible and will attempt to sabotage you. And you know the way your subconscious mind sabotages you? It tells you, ah, you can't achieve this goal. You don't need to write it down. It's okay, as long as you know what it is. If your goal is big enough, set sub-deadlines. If you want to achieve financial independence, you may set a 10 or 20 year goal and then break it down year by year so that you know how much you have to save and invest each year. So person says, well, what if you set a goal and, and you don't achieve your goal by the deadline? It's just a guesstimate that enables you to focus. You say, we'll be at your house at eight o'clock. That's your focus. You may get there at five, two or five after, but you've got a deadline. You've got to focus. We cannot live without deadlines. If for some reason you don't achieve your goal by the deadline, simply set a new deadline. There are no unreasonable goals, only unreasonable deadlines. Number seven. Please identify the obstacles you will have to overcome. Now, this is very important because with regard to obstacles, there's always something that stands between you and your goal. The rule is, is if there are no obstacles, it is not a goal, it's merely an activity. You know, lunch. What are the obstacles between here and lunch? There are no obstacles. We go for lunch at 12.15. That's an activity. So therefore, if there are no obstacles, there are no goals. Now, there's a very powerful principle called the principle of constraints. This principle of constraints is, I think, revolutionary. And what it says is that there's always one limiting factor or constraint or bottleneck between you and your goal that sets the speed at which you achieve your goal. So the question is, once you're clear about your goal, and let's say it's a financial goal, is what is the bottleneck that holds you back? For example, I will say to a company, what is your goal? Well, it's to grow in sales and profitability. What's the constraint? More sales. If you had more sales, would you achieve the goal? Yes. So what is the constraint behind that? Better trained salespeople. Maybe it's better products and services. Maybe it's better pricing. Maybe it's new markets. But keep asking, what's holding you back? What sets the speed. Now, the 80-20 rule applies to constraints. Fully 80% of the reasons that are holding you back from achieving your goal are inside yourself. They're not on the outside. Average people always blame their problems on external circumstances. Top people look inside themselves. The things that are holding you back are usually the lack of a skill, the lack of a quality, like self-discipline, 
or the lack of a particular knowledge or skill, all of which you can learn or acquire. Only 20% of the reasons you are not achieving your goals are on the outside. So always start with yourself. Number eight is to identify the additional knowledge and skills that you'll need to achieve your goals. You know, of course, that whatever your level of knowledge and skills is today, it's rapidly becoming obsolete and it has to be replaced and upgraded quickly. And remember to achieve a goal that you've never achieved before, you will have to develop skills that you've never had before. You'll have to do things that you've never done before. So what are they? And here's the great breakthrough thought that changed my life at the age of 23, is that all business skills are learnable. Especially here's the question, ask yourself, what one skill, if I was absolutely excellent at it, would help me the most to achieve my goal? What one skill? And this is one of the greatest questions of all. This is the life changer for me. What one skill? What one skill? And if you can imagine, imagine you could take a magic pill or wave a magic wand or buy a hypnotic program and play it all night. And the next morning you'd wake up and you'd be absolutely excellent at any one skill. What one skill would have the greatest positive impact on your life? What one skill would help you the most to achieve your most important goals? And you know, the great thing about this question is you know the answer. You know what it is. You say, woohoo, if I was good at that, I'd save myself years of hard work. People say, Jesus, it'd take me a week, a month, a year, two years to learn that skill. I know what it is, but it, so what? So what? I'm sorry, did anybody give you a guarantee, a little warranty certificate when you came out of the womb and saying, here's your warranty, guarantee, life is going to be easy for you. There's going to be flowers all along the way. No. Life has always been hard. Life will always be hard. You can make it easier, but life will never be easy. It'll always be hard. So don't expect things to be easy. Only no hopers and thumb suckers and people with no future expect things to be easy. If you expect things to be easy, you look for things to be easy. If you look for things to be easy, you'll never realize that to accomplish great things, you have to work hard. Number nine, make a plan. Make a plan. And plans are very simple because what you do is you just make a list. You start off with a list of everything you'll have to do. You've already identified it. You know what the goal is. You've broken the goal down into sub-deadlines. You've identified the knowledge you require, the obstacles you'll have to go the people overcome, the people whose cooperation you require. Make a list of everything you'll have to do and then organize the list, first of all, by sequence, which, what, which means what comes first. What do you have to do before you do something else? And then second of all, by priority, which is what is more important and what is less important. And once you have a list organized by sequence and priority, you have a plan. Now you have the two great requirements for winning. You have a goal, a plan. Now, does it take a little while to do this? Yes. But once you have the goal and the plan, the very act of completing them programs them into your subconscious mind. We, in our advanced coaching programs, we teach people to write down and create goals and plans. And then once they've done it all, 90 days later, they come back. I say, how many of you reviewed the goals and plans in the last 90 days? Most of them didn't do it. How many of you achieved your goals and plans? All the most amazing darn thing because by writing them out, they program them into their subconscious mind, which passes it off like a pawn to the superconscious, which then works 24 hours a day to bring it to life. And the most remarkable coincidences occur. That's why people with goals and plans, according to the best research, accomplish 10 times as much as people without goals and plans, a thousand percent more than people with them. So, 
Write down what you want and make it clear so the universe can help you get it. Number 10. Visualize. This is the most powerful faculty you have is the ability to imagine your goal as already created. See your goal as a reality every day. Emma Fox, who I mentioned before, wrote a book many years ago called The Mental Equivalent. Actually, it wasn't even a book, it was a pamphlet. And this little pamphlet is one of the most profound pieces of writing in history. It's just unbelievable. I'd read Emmett Fox for years, and someone came up and he said, have you ever read the mental equivalent? I said, no, I've read all of his books. Well, it's not that easy to get, so I got it. And what it does is it basically says is you have one responsibility to your universe, is that is to create within your mind the mental equivalent of what you would like to see on the outside. If you will do that, all the mental laws that we've talked about and many more that we haven't had a chance to go into will all work. Just like click, 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 they'll all work. And what you want will appear on the outside by the law of positive effect, belief, expectation, attraction, correspondence, and so on. Your job is to give to the universe an absolutely crystal clear picture of the goal that you want, which you can only get by thinking through it. Number 11 is back your goals and plans with persistence and determination. This is so important. 95% of the goals that you will set for yourself in life, according to the research, you will attain as long as you persist, as long as you become unstoppable. Because if you don't stop, you must attain your goals. The primary reason why people don't attain their goals is first of all, they don't have them. And second of all, they stop. Your persistence is your measure of your belief in yourself. And here's the most important point, is every time you persist, your belief intensifies. When your belief intensifies, your desire intensifies. When your desire intensifies, your motivation intensifies, which makes you even more driven to persist in the attainment of your goals, which increases your self-esteem and your self-belief and your motivation and your desire, which causes you to persist even more. So your persistence is your measure of how much you believe it's possible. Every act of persistence strengthens you and increases your ability to persist even more. Everything you do builds habits of success that lock in deeper and deeper and which ultimately guarantee your success. Remember, finally, there are no real limits on what you can accomplish except for the limits that you place on yourself. That was about how to set your goal with what element. Now you know, right? What element? Do you still have some doubt about how to set your goals and what? I, I, I'll tell you something. Let me share the screen so that uh, we can write this out also. And that is very important, right? Uh, it is already uh, Brian Tracy actually have uh, written down that and he al already um, has uh, told about this. This is about uh, the, the mental picture. By 2028, 8, March, 
let us uh, see 31st march 2028 i train 1 uh, lakh super performing global players to be working on global calming, cooling, and greening projects, which are multi-billion dollar projects in 139 countries. You know, this has been my dream, you can say. This is, this is a mission kind of thing. So, Part of it will be goal when I set myself a timeline about to help, help. How do I do that? What do I do? So right now, right now, I have two projects. African crusade and sustainability sustainability framework i absolutely have no idea about what this will uh, become to contribute towards my goal but definitely because these are very global kind of thing it is going to contribute towards my global vision definitely. The other aspect about creating a multi-billion dollar project, I don't have a clue as yet. But you know, I apply this rule of going, just taking the first step, go ahead and see the next step, right? So I don't bother. Now, uh, something hit my mind as we were uh, discussing all this. And that is, I will be associated with as many people as possible who I'll share a piece of piece of my course which helps them the most. So right now I got from somebody that uh, the KRA that I have made that has helped her to, to set a dream and go for So let me close this save this and stop share.
So that has helped her to set a goal and see, see whether it will help her achieve her goals or not. Definitely it will. So I have asked her to uh, book a call with me so that we can speak and I can encourage her wherever she is finding that doubt because although I am feeling doubt within myself, I can actually greatly encourage people to get it done. And uh, right now, and that they can, you know. So this is all about goal setting. This is a part one uh, of this round. We will go on creating more goal setting routines so that we can we can achieve our respective goals. The most essential thing. No, you don't know whether you have a desire for something or not. You have that belief system or not. But the simple thing that you can start mechanically as well is to start writing your goals. You know, don't bother about the smart uh, timing, whether those are realistic or not. But small, small things, everybody says the same thing. If you start small and Keep on doing that consistently over a period of time. You will actually encourage and uh, build confidence within yourself. And that confidence will take you, take you to a higher vibration where you can actually materialize your dream. So together, let us create that dream and that expectation that it will succeed. That picture. Start, let us start writing our goals every day and look at that goal every day as many times as possible. Let us do that. Thank you for watching.